Welcome to Countdown to Kickoff, part of Oregon College Game Day with Judah Newby and Neil Lomax. Presented by Frost Brewed Coors Light on 1029 and 750 The Game. And welcome in to Countdown to Kickoff on 1029 and 750 The Game. Judah Newby and the College Football Hall of Famer Neil Lomax. Crosstalk continues with Brian Perkins and the newly minted University of Oregon Athletics Hall of Famer, Jordan R. Kent, in the house. Jordan, congratulations, my man. Wow, quite yeah. the introduction. Thank you very much. And, I, and uh, I brought my Hall of Fame. Yeah, basketball Hall of Fame. But you're you a three-four sport athlete. Yeah, three. You're basketball. But you know, yeah. you're a basketball I, I, I do play basketball. I think your dad knows how to coach that a little bit. A little bit, a little yeah. Bit. yeah. Yeah, He's had a, quite the career doing it. I, yeah. I, brought, I wore this just for you. Okay. Congratulations. But I still want to know, did you did you purchase that or did someone give that to you? Purchase. Purchase? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I purchased like my Hall of Fame. Like I, I told something? people, $50 to the Alumni Association gets you a lot nowadays. I'm kidding. My, my whole goal in life is never to buy anything. Never never, <laughs> never to wear a tie. Never wear a tie and never buy anything. And so far, I've so been caught. We, I've been a, we, we I've live been a, polar opposite <laughs> lives in that case. So my Nike <laughs> connections from Eric Lautenbach. And this, oh, yeah, Eric, Eric Lautenbach. But this, this, is, this is Steve Nash's. Steve Nash's, I told, really? I told newbie, dude, I, got, wow. I, do it. I was at this Basketball Hall of Fame golf tournament in Arizona, okay. Phoenix. And I walked, hey, Steve, I, is that is that an extra one I get? Well, it's going to be for my, oh, okay, thanks. Took, <laughs> wow, just no, no and, and, chill. And it's large. I could put a large on, which I feel really good about, uh, by there the you way. Go. Yeah. It looks great. Oh, thank you very little. I got to uh, <laughs> visit Springfield for the first time last year. Oregon? Uh, I did visit Springfield, Oregon for the first time. The Simpsons? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. The Simpsons. Uh, but, uh, yeah, the Naismith Basketball Hall of Fame is really special. It's smaller than I thought it would be. Well, speaking of small, Steve Nash. Yeah. George. He's like, I mean, he's like <laughs> 5'8". No, no. I mean, he, he stood up. I'm, a, I'm like power forward compared yeah, to him. Well, he well, was, clearly, he wears a large. 6'1". <laughs> I think he's six feet. Yeah. No way. Yeah. No, he's six one. Six one. I'll give him six one. Okay, so he's my height. Yeah, I, I, which makes what he did even more impressive. And very impressive. Right. Hashtag Santa Clara. There you go. Yeah. Broncos. Do you guys still play? I actually watched Steve Nash go twenty one for twenty one from the free throw line when he was playing St. Mary's when my dad was coaching there. Yeah, that's just yeah. one Her- game. Twenty one for twenty one for the free throw line. Stats. <laughs> no. So, God, that dude was good. Back, back to football. Segway. Segway. football. All right, well, tonight it's going to be a late kickoff, of course, down in uh, Berkeley. Jordan, you've played in this stadium before. Mm-hmm. What's it like? Well, when we played, and I don't know if they fixed this or not. We'll have to correct this with somebody else. But it was known for having the worst walk to the field. Your locker room was kind of patched together behind one of the hot dog stands. Then you had this long walk down these concrete stairs. Then underneath this long tunnel, you felt like you were playing in a high school game as far as like, okay, guys, well, listen up. The uh, locker room is being renovated and it's being uh, spider bombed right now. So we're going to go ahead and park at the middle school down the hill, put on your cleats, make sure you're taped up, walk up the hill. It's a little slick. So use the handrail. And then once you go down the stairs, don't make eye contact with the fans. Then we'll hit the field for warm up. So we're going to add an extra seven minutes to every position group as they head out there. All right, let's go team. Is that your Bilotti impression? Uh, no, that was you know, just a football coach. Yeah, we ever with halftime, by the time you get to the locker room, halftime's over. Right. We'd just do halftime out there. We'd all just take a knee, have some Capri Suns, some orange wedges, talk about the game. Well, re- well, now, this is from Judah Newby, so I'm not doing my own research. He's a crack research. Just an Be careful awesome when you guy. say Judah Newby and crack. Ni- ni- 1923, this place was built. 
Well, okay. a, a, another thing that you I, guys can talk about later on is the debt service they have to pay on this stadium later. Look that up later on your yeah, program. We'll lead ahead. with that. Yeah, yeah, that's what everyone's <laughs> tuning in. Yeah, some hot. But but nineteen twenty three. That's why you had that fifteen minute walk right. from oh. the from the dorms. You probably dressed in some dorms or something. People probably Strawberry left in nineteen twenty three and finally got to the field today. It's such a long walk. <laughs> that two thousand six game that you played there, Jordan. Uh, I remember I was I was. Uh, I was a kid. I was having a watch party with some friends from church watching that game. Remember Nate Longshore? Remember that name? Yep. He was the Cal quarterback. Deshaun Jackson had a punt, Pretty return, good player. punt return touchdown for D-Jax in that game. They had Justin Forsett. They had Marshawn Lynch. I Brandon Meebane. Brandon Meebane, who they was had a some dudes. Pick, pick for the Seahawks. I mean, they had some dudes. They what do you remember dudes. from the, that matchup? Well, we dug ourselves an early hole because I believe we were deep in our own territory, and we unfortunately threw a pick six and just... Back then, the crowds were pretty good, but that was a talented Cal team that could really hurt you with big explosion plays. You mentioned Jackson, what he was able to do. He caught a long touchdown that game as well. And so uh, as far as us, we were always just kind of two possessions out the entire time. We couldn't really make that big play on defense to swing the tide of momentum. We kind of had a run going in the second half, but just couldn't put together enough scoring drives in a row. And so that was kind of a game that sort of knocked us off rhythm. We were coming off that, you know, Oklahoma win at home. Wow. And, you know, we were top 10 in the nation. They were top 10 in the nation. And then it just kind of knocked our swag off for a little while after that. But as far as the stadium now and the atmosphere for tonight's game, it's in the bottom half of intimidating stadiums, to be honest. It's nothing to really be too concerned about. I don't think they have the type of energy in that stadium that's going to make you panic on offense because it's so loud and so it's a good start for the first road game of the year for the ducks neil we like to talk about this from time to time as well but when you consider your playing days the toughest road environments that you played in what comes to mind any of the domes in the nfl the dome was the worst place Mm -hmm. for us we went to detroit Uh, new orleans was loud even the kingdom we played seattle in the kingdom days when i played so the domes are just unbearable to be in. Um, so college football now with 75, 80,000, 100,000, the big house in Michigan. And like Jordan knows, you know, UW just did a renovation. I hear that place now the last two years pretty dang intimidating. Well, more more so than the Coliseum. Yeah. The Coliseum get 90,000 there, Jordan, but I hear it's not. Well, it's the type that, of fan that goes in there as well, too. Yeah. You know, the Coliseum, it's not that same passionate, diehard Duck fan that you're getting to Autzen Stadium where they are screaming the whole game. I think the Coliseum, half the people are going there to get their script approved if they go and sit in the stands <laughs> for the most part. And you also have the, you know, an eighth of the stadium is just all Heisman jerseys for the most part, and so it's not completely full. Arizona was surprisingly a tough place to play. Uh, felt like the student section was kind of right on top of you. It gets pretty loud there. Uh, NFL playing at Buffalo. That was a really tough mm. place to play in as well, too. And so, um, But I, I will say this for football, comparing it to basketball, having that experience. I think the crowd noise, it's just noise at that point. You don't really hear the individual things, whereas in basketball, you can hear what they say. So that adds another element to what you're trying to do and concentrate on for sure. Yeah, I remember you brought up that point, I think, last week, comparing uh, the atmosphere of Matt Mm -hmm. to Autzen. And that, uh, yeah, that that stood with me. That makes a lot of sense in the end. What was your prediction for this game? So we were just talking about it. I have Oregon 38-24. I was looking at this one, and I don't think Cal is equipped to punish the Ducks on offense like Stanford was able to. Big, tall receivers on the outside going against a smaller Oregon secondary that's still sort of trying to find their cohesiveness. 
And for Oregon, I think we've seen a lot from them on offense. It's going to be very interesting to see how the Cal secondary defends these Oregon receivers. Is it going to be man press or is it going to be soft zone? If it's soft zone, no problem for Justin Herbert. But if it is man press, then maybe Oregon can find some consistent rhythm in the running game as well, too, like we saw against Stanford. Neil, we'll uh, wait to get your prediction as we move further into the show. But where do we stand with the coconut milk, the almond latte, <laughs> So I thought whatever. about bringing Neil <laughs> one, but I, but I looked at the kickoff time, and I thought, I don't think Neil wants to have caffeine and coffee this late in the <laughs> afternoon and evening. I mean, do you really want to have one at 7.30, and then you're calling me breaking down coverages at 3.30 in the morning because you're still awake? <laughs> I figured, no, I'll wait until we have another kind of morning call time when it's a little bit more of a pleasant beverage as opposed to something that you regret later. Still a pleasant beverage. It is Happy hour, guys. Yeah, it's true. And when they say it's 5 o'clock somewhere, well, it's 5 o'clock here. By the way, it's 542, Jordan. We'll have an adult beverage sometime down the road. Right now, I am, I am hydrating on water. Thank you very much. Jordan Kent, Brian Perkins, hosts of the Oregon College Football Show. Guys, it's great to see you again and talk to you face-to-face in person. Enjoy the game and enjoy your bye week next week, and then we'll That's see right. you in a couple weeks. All right, sounds great, guys. You guys have a good one. Thank you. <laughs> Great segment. There's Parker. my cameo. Uh, yeah. My cameo. All right. Appreciate you guys. That's going to do it for Crosstalk tonight. Coming up, more of the countdown to kickoff with myself and the College Football Hall of Famer, Neil Lomax. We'll talk to Nick Aliotti coming up at 6 o'clock.